1: Into this conversation, an American-born Israeli journalist, senior political correspondent for The Jewish Insider, covering Israeli politics and diplomacy on the ground. Great to have you.
0: Thanks for having me on.
1: Where are you? You're in um, in the suburbs of Jerusalem. So just for people to be able to characterize uh, where you are. Can you bring us up to speed? I mean, uh, my husband's got family there. You know, I gauge a lot of, of how worried I should be given his reaction. Generally, he's pretty cool. He's not so cool this time. And, and so, how are you feeling given um, your experience covering these things and where we are right now?
0: now this is this is virtually uh, a completely unprecedented in the history of the state of Israel. Um, you know, the this war, Hamas struck at Israel and massacred Israelis. It was fifty years and one day after yeah. the Yom Kippur War, which was previously considered sort of the big trauma uh for israel because israel there was a surprise attack on israel then but you know that was a surprise attack with tanks it was an army versus army this was a surprise attack in which now they're talking about over a thousand two hundred civilians were massacred by hamas Mm. i mean they took paragliders to get over the border fence and right and and entered a party where there was an all-night rave in a field and just started shooting we had it's over 250 people were murdered just at that party Um, Going into people's homes, you know, yesterday they started, after they finished clearing terrorists out of these uh, kibbutzes, which are sort of agricultural villages near the Gaza border, they started collecting the bodies, Israeli authorities started collecting the bodies, and they found bodies of babies who had been Mm -hmm. beheaded, babies who had been shot in the face multiple times. I mean, it's truly savagery that the only thing you could compare it to is ISIS and Nazis. And I don't do that. I don't take that lightly. I don't like to compare things to the Holocaust because yeah. it was a unique event in human history. Yet what what else at what other time do people go into, uh, you know, just indiscriminately shoot at hundreds of Jews in a field?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. It it was a signature ISIS from the second uh, we saw it and very symbolic of um, them coming in by land, by sea, by air <clears throat> and certainly at that time of the holidays. Um, where do, th- where do you see things going now? Because we are starting to, inve- you know, get people out, you know, Canadians want to come home. They were stuck there on vacation. My brother just got out. He was uh, stuck there visiting family, but we've got lots of families certainly there. Where do you see this going? Cause I'm watching that Northern border. How, um, how, how, um, precarious is that situation with Hezbollah? You know,
0: Hezbollah is a situation that has been precarious for a decade basically maybe even more um because there's constantly sort of warnings and preparations in israel for when the big war with hezbollah will come because ever since 2006 the second lebanon war which you know israel ultimately won but but hezbollah um caused a lot of damage um so ever since 2006 the sort of common wisdom in israel is that hezbollah is biding its time Mm -hmm. it's getting more and more weapons and preparing for a war and you have to remember that hezbollah helped Assad yeah. in the Syrian civil war. So they are now even more battle ready and battle tested than they were before. Um, we don't know. We don't know where things will go with Hezbollah. We don't know if they're properly deterred. Um, the message from, you know, the Israeli government is that we are we are ready. We yeah. are on high alert, you know, so don't test us.
1: Yeah, and and President Biden has, you know, said, don't get involved. I mean, they've certainly brought their ships in. they're watching this very carefully. He didn't say much about Iran yesterday in his announcement to the nation. They've got, Iran's got their hands all over this. And I guess that's what we watch. How much more expanded does this get in Tel Aviv, which generally, you know, you can still go to Israel while rockets are going off in the South and feel rather comfortable and safe in Tel Aviv. But, you know, my aunt called by an accident last night. She she was quite stressed out about it. You know, they live there, they generally feel safe, they know what to do. But is there is there a preparation taking place on the ground with civilians other than the bomb shelters?
0: There's not. You know, the this attack was such a surprise and the carnage was so massive that I think that there's to a certain extent like the the civilian services um, are really dedicated right now to trying to clean up the bodies, to try to help the families whose, whose um, beloved ones are still missing and, and many assumed to be hot, held hostage in Gaza. Um, and uh, I've not heard of preparations in Tel Aviv. I would say, you know, first of all, there's high alert in the police to see if there are terrorists who are hiding. Um, there were more people found today. Um, they, when they, killed soldiers. I mean, one of the things that happens is they they paraglided into an army base and really mm. killed an entire army base of soldiers That's practically. So I mean, yeah. How did they get it, through? Yeah, it's I mean, so
1: insane that they got through. How was no one looking at the sky? It's so crazy from the outside looking in. It,
0: yes, it it was a terrible thing. And it was also part of why um, the response was so delayed yeah. because it was the main command center for Israel's south. And, you know, they, they didn't kill Everyone, but they killed many, many people there. Um, and in any case, they they stole uniforms. I mean, some of the surviving soldiers said that they saw them take bags, you know, and take uniforms. And so there's definitely high alert to see, you know, if Hamas terrorists are are walking around Israel yeah. impersonating Israeli soldiers.
1: Yeah, and that is uh, that is the one fear my my husband said is God help us if Hezbollah is lying in wait in the streets. We don't know where this is going, and so. You know, you've covered this, obviously. It's very close um, um, for you, but there's also uh, the Jewish people who bury their dead the day after. They haven't had a chance not only to bury their dead, mourn the dead. There's, You know, that all still is out there, and then they have to watch these hostages get executed.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's horrific. It's it's really, um, you know, and it's it's a situation where people... It, when the threat was rockets you knew you run into the shelters so, you know any house that was built in the last 25 years or so has a shelter in the house you run in and, and you're safe um but when the threat is terrorists coming into your home burning it down i mean the the sense of safety that people once had it's it's yeah. just so shattered right now
1: well we are watching very very closely hearts with all of you and um stay safe and uh, we really appreciate the time i know it's a difficult time
0: thank you